Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Nerd Speech Podcast. We've got a very special episode today, uh, and we are reviewing the Black Adam movie. Make sure to follow us here on your favorite podcasting platform, as well as on social media uh, and YouTube. The links are all in the description. The hierarchy of power in the DCEU remains exactly the same. This is my Black Adam review, so spoilers maybe. I may or may not mention something that spoils the movie for you, so if you don't want to get spoiled, don't stick around here. Overall, the movie just felt lazy. They wanted to cram so much into it, but not do the proper writing, not set things up the right way, not even put in the effort that's necessary for an, a movie that's that ambitious. The JSA worked fine. It would have been nice to have them developed a little bit more. The characters were all really cool. Seeing them in action was really cool. Um, you know, it's not their movie, though, so I get it. Otherwise, uh, outside of just that shallow, very cool aesthetic and, and battle capability and battle scenes, there's not much more to them. The dynamic between the JSA and Black Adam, though, was 100% written by a seven-year-old child. The movie sets it up to where the JSA goes to try and subdue Black Adam, but they make it a point to try and negotiate with him first. However, they show up, they run up on Black Adam, and they say, Hey, Black Adam, you've got two choices. You either surrender or you die. Look, I'm not a professional negotiator or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure that's a bad approach when you're trying to negotiate with somebody. By the way, that was literally the dialogue. That was verbatim what is said in the movie. They told him you either surrender or you die. <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, what is that? The normal human characters felt a little bit weird. Um, it was almost as if the filmmakers went into things saying, all right, we're going to tell a good chunk of this story through the perspective of these normal humans. And then as they were filming, they kept forgetting that they wanted to do that. And don't get me started on the kid. Like, what was that kid's purpose? Not Black Adam's son, the other kid. Um, what was his purpose in the movie other than to just be annoying as hell? No hate to the actor, though. Like, I think he's fine. He did an, an okay job performance-wise. I just think they wrote him in a way where, you know, they didn't maximize his full potential. And he was just this, like, annoying skater punk the humor was terrible i never want to hear a dc fanboy complain about mc humor ever again this movie literally tries to copy mcu humor and completely failed at it and not only was it bad humor but it was also cheesy and sometimes you know the the humor leads to the cheesiness or the cheesiness makes it funny no these were like two separate things this was like the deadpan uh, well, I guess technically he was trying to be the rock was trying to be stoic when he would deliver these jokes because he's a stoic character. Um, so he would just like say these jokes or say these lines of dialogue that were intended to be funny. And he would just be like, tell them the man in black sent you, you know, and it just and it just wouldn't land. That wasn't necessarily cheesy, per se. That was just a, a joke that fell flat. But the movie was just cheesy and Every superhero movie, to some extent, is going to be cheesy. That is absolutely 100% normal. Um, I think what happens here is that they it's such a dated script and story. And I don't, I don't know what the exact cause of this is, but it is next-level cheese in this movie. And when it is not being cheesy, it's just very unsubtly, very in-your-face saying... I'm not a hero. I kill people. Um, 
which, you know, we understood that right away. Like, <laughs> you didn't need to keep repeating this to us. Like, we already knew that. The Rock did an okay job, I guess. You know, uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's The Rock. Um, I will say that he only had one expression the entire movie. <laughs> Take that as you will. Uh, you know, he had that that stoic, like, just kind of, like, mean face. No people's eyebrow. No, um, you know expression other than that so i guess technically that's something new for him i don't know i don't know i don't know what to do with that piece of information but <laughs> he did an okay job i guess um the story and the script were just really so subpar that the movie just falls flat you know um it felt like a combination of an early 2000s superhero movie um that didn't age well um and then a marketing campaign designed to make the rock look cool as hell which is unnecessary because we know The Rock is cool as hell. We know he's a badass. We know he's, you know, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Um, they didn't need to show us that. Like, I, I would have preferred a movie with some character development, some, um, some high stakes kind of situations and, and some just substance to it other than just showing is showing us yet again that yes the rock is a badass you know um i honestly forgot to mention the villain by the way um so i think that speaks for itself <laughs> you know it was a throwaway villain it didn't make any difference whether there was a villain or not to be honest um so you know take that as you will the one thing the movie does do well is, you know, visually it was it was nice. You know, I don't think certain scenes were executed the right way. Um, in the beginning, there's this sequence set to um, paint it black um, by the Rolling Stones. And it comes off as like a cheap knockoff of the Fox Quicksilver slow motion scene. I didn't like that. Um, I think it could have been done well um, and they just botched the execution of it. Especially because, like, we already were introduced to the character and then this served as, like, another introduction of his powers. And it was just weird. But other than that, the rest of the visuals were great. It was a CGI spectacle uh, without being, like, a CGI vomit spectacle. It, it was it was decent, I guess. So, yeah, some of those scenes looked really cool. And that's always fun to look at when it comes to superhero movies. So no complaints from me there. Overall, this is a turn off your brain and enjoy the spectacle type of movie. There's not much actual substance to it outside of that. Um, it really just felt like a compilation of cutscenes from a video game rather than an actual, you know, movie with a cohesive story where you're invested and you care. Uh, it's just really a, hey, go spend two hours, turn off your brain, enjoy the, the media being thrown at you. Cavill's cameo at the end was pretty cool. Um, I like him as Superman. I'm glad he's officially back as our Superman. Um, and there's really not much else to say aside from that. He's in the movie for five seconds. Um, I think they messed up in revealing that cameo. Whether the leak was on purpose or not, the fact is they embraced the leak and they kept kind of hinting at it. The Rock wouldn't shut up about it. Um, I think that was a mistake. You know, they I get why they, they did it. They need to fill seats ASAP because I think reviews are going to kill this movie. Uh, we shall see, I guess. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it, it was not worth that five second cameo to to go see the movie. It um 
if you want to go see it and enjoy it, go for it, but don't go for the cameo. The cameo, just look it up online. Alrighty, guys, thanks for tuning in to our very special episode reviewing Black Adam. Uh, whether you go see the movie or not, it is what it is. Hope you guys uh, enjoy however you choose to spend those two hours. Uh, my recommendation is to spend it not watching the movie. Um, take that as you will. Until next time, see you later, nerds.